previously on Critically Stupid. So we enter this room and we see three people. One of those people is getting the crap beat out of them. The other one is beating the crap out of him. And the last one was Polly. So it turns out the the person getting the crap beat out of them was was Floon, our our uh, much sought after Floon, and the individual beating the crap out of him was Portobello, or as he wanted to be called, the Mushroom. You can see where the nickname came from. It's just not like the most clever. Anyway, we we defeated the the Mushroom, but. We lost the bard. Arnold, unfortunately, died. He got better. See, after the, the mushroom went down, Polly immediately just gave up. Probably remembering that time I shot him. And Cerulean starts to threaten Polly. And he gives us what little first aid that he has. Ninja Turtle band-aids, which it turns out, it turns out are the the key to to life. I am just as surprised as you are. So so Gareth went and he saved his his best friend Arnold. So so Arnold is still with us, but you know, just just barely hanging on. Ninja Turtle band-aids, well, the secret to life apparently don't don't give much of it. Uh, at this point, we're we're tired. We finally have flown, desperate to leave the sewers. Cerulean just full on threatening Polly now, and and Polly tells us how to how to get out. Leads us leads us to the exit, where where we eventually part ways, and and we find ourselves in in the basement, I suppose, of of a bar. And uh, we we are able to secure ourselves uh, a room with a little fibbing. We're all just exhausted and, and we pass out. So let's see what happens next. All right. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Love <laughs> all day. Can't Ladies get enough of those drugs. Welcome to Critical Season where we love time. drugs. Have you tried them? Because if you haven't, you should. <laughs> I'm not cutting it. You can't make me. In, All right. In moderation, remember you can always take more, but you can't take less. And smoke and drive, friends. Okay, cool. Uh, Unless well... you really need to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh Welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you all for being here. Um, since we've forgotten to do this for the last, I think, three episodes, because yes, I am the worst, um, let's go around and introduce ourselves. I will start. My name is Alex. I'm the DM. And my favorite part of last episode was when I almost killed Anthony because I forgot to balance an encounter. That's my name is work. Anthony, and my favorite thing about last episode was living a little. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would I just barely squeaked by and it reminded me of my real life. I was like, we're supposed to be role playing. What is this? Like I'm just barely fun fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So Saved by Ninja Turtle Band-Aids, if I recall, which is also kind of <laughs> like your real life. Kind of like so. my yeah. real life. That's exactly in this episode really, in our the parallels are eerie. In this episode in our fantasy game, I'll be stripping you of your reproductive rights. Wow. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh well, I'm Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Cerulean. My favorite thing about last episode was Anthony 
all of his um, remarks as he was coming within two inches of death. So. I think he had a great time. I'm gonna, I've, it's just we're getting better just and better as I get closer to death. That's fine. We were just having a party. That's how I feel about every birthday. <laughs> better and better the closer I get to death. It's just, it's, it's a, might be depressed, guys. Uh, my name is Diana. I play Mel. Uh, my favorite part of last episode was um, I was rolling real good, just in general. Like, like I was on fire with the dice. It's, it, it is not going to happen again, probably, maybe, doubtful, but uh, pretty sure I saved everyone's life. My name is Garion, and I play Gareth. And my favorite thing that happened last episode was when we played Dungeons and Dragons because it's so fun. Man, I love I how much attention you pay to this game. I don't and have like to the... remember what happened because I'll remember when I edit. Oh, actually, really quick, before we jump into the game, um, tell me a little bit about, because we leveled up from yes. one to two uh, last episode of this episode, so I'd love to go around and just uh, talk a little bit about how your character has changed and what you've added to them. Uh, let's start with Anthony. Okay, so I got to add a, another spell, and I also exchanged a different spell. So now I have Healing Word, which is pretty neat. It means I can, you know, heal someone uh, from a distance using only my mouth. And it's also a bonus action, which makes me super happy. Oh, I, I make people feel good with my mouth, Alex. Deal with it. Cool, uh, cool, cool. Do you, get, do you get to pick the word? Do you get to pick the healing word? I 100% demand that I get to choose everything that happens in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I am the DM now. This season control. <laughs> Welcome to Critically Stupid, starring me. No, um, so I love I, it. So, I also, in addition to that, I got the the spell sleep, which means I get to roll the you know roll my dice, and it depend like determines how many people or creatures or how much of a creature falls asleep. Um, I also I got a, a couple of new fun abilities. I'm not sure exactly where they are in my my character sheet, but I got the uh, jack of all trades, mm -hmm. which allows some sort of proficiency bonus somewhere, or like I get to add proficiency. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what was the other thing? Uh, healing, right? It was when there's a short rest when song when, of rest. That's song right. of rest. Yes. So uh, when the, when when the party takes a short rest, I can use song of rest to heal everyone for a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Anthony's, Anthony's scrape with death has has changed him fundamentally. <laughs> oh, I'm healing all day. <laughs> I was like, I was, I am not going out. And then, like, if you're gonna take me out, I'm gonna told you, I'm never leaving this game. You can't kick me out. I'm gonna be a ghost. I'm not rerolling my character. I am just <laughs> ghost, ghost Anthony. Ghost the only Anthony. difference between Ghost Anthony and regular Anthony is that uh, Ghost Anthony has zero HP, so you can't even damage him. Uh, Diana, tell us a bit about Mel. How did Mel level up? Um, how did Mel level up? Um, we increased a little bit on on the offense on my longo since that's what i usually shoot with and save y'all's life with so we uh we brought that up so i can save your lives again maybe we'll see we'll see how that goes um i also uh, i also added spells which is fun um i have uh hail hail of thorns Mm -hmm. Which is basically when I like shoot my arrow, it starts hailing thorns. It's pretty self-explanatory. 
I will say, however, that it does affect everyone in like a five foot radius. And I don't give a fuck about friendly fire. (laughs) Equally badass. So y'all just need to scatter. Okay. Just just if I'm, if I'm going to do that, just, just scatter. And if I also got the skill aroused by thorns, it's weird that it says that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like it improves my HP and yeah, I'm sorry. Go really on. into briar play. Okay. <laughs> noted. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't kink shame. Um, the other one, uh, is, uh, speaks with animals. That's just I... really cool because who, who doesn't want to speak? Now you're going to understand Garion. That's cool. <laughs> I thought someone's, we had gotten, someone's got to understand. Somebody really has to understand that accent. Arnold's coming out with like already bloodied knuckles. <laughs> uh, you guys are all my favorite. I don't care. Uh, Katie, tell us about Cerulean. Okay, well, I did this um, as soon as we finished recording last time, so I am refreshing myself. Overachiever. Um, so she actually leveled a little. Uh, nothing really of note happened except I learned a new spell, which um, I believe I chose disguise self. Ah, two of you now shapeshifters yeah and i already knew ice knife so yeah cool hp increase a little bit yep 20 up to not by right up to, like up up to yeah. 20 okay yeah. yeah you didn't increase it by 20 fucking no, flag on the 20. play Pretty uh dumb. gareth so I added 20 hit points to my... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I also got up to 20. Um, and in, ad- in addition to that, I uh, Gareth got his first chest hair. That's so exciting for him. <laughs> and then I also got three bonus action- actions. So now I can dash, hide, or disengage um, at the end of my turn. That's cool. Which I do all, all I do all three of those very frequently, so this is great for me. Well, those are all going to come in really handy for adding your sneak attack bonus to your attack roll, which does a, a fair amount of damage. Um, all of the bad guys also leveled up, but you'll figure out how later. Is it balanced this time, or are we just all going to die? Listen, listen. It's balancing is hard, hard right? I thought that you guys had... I forgot, honestly, that you were not at full health. Yeah. So, and also level one. Yeah. Um. So everyone seems to have a lot more hit points than I do. Exactly. I really, I really want Ghost Anthony. So I vote we do the rowdy decisions. It kind of sounds like Mel is just gonna Ooh. kill. Did sound like Mel was gonna kill. I might. I might. That did sound like a threat. It's a warning. <laughs> I'm okay. concerned for my. Lo- I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. Okay. Um. All right, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you are I froze. I your, froze. your natural I like stoic freeze is as good as Diana's like remix. <laughs> like, Mine? Yeah. Yeah, every time you like Wait, think we all about something, you were you're frozen. Probably, you're just... <laughs> 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 like it's like the best muscle. Katie just waits for me to blink so that it's like proof <laughs> of life. No, seriously, if you watched, I was going. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all like breathe. Breathe, man. <laughs> Do it. So when you take someone out of this, as time when I was been drowning, you're like waiting for them to cop up water. We're like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, water reflects. 
you are rudely awoken by the sound of a shattering door um, as the door to your hotel room um, that you bartered from this tavern keeper. Yes, Cerulean? We had a watch. Cool. Let me start over. Whoever's <laughs> watching the door is awoken by the sound of it shattering off the hinges. Uh, as a city guardsman uh, basically throws himself into the room and starts grabbing flesh, which is a phrase that I try not to use as often in my day-to-day life. Who's, um, who's flesh? Who, is, who, took the, who took the second watch? Do we remember? Do we want to make it up on the spot? Let's make it up on the spot. Who took the second watch? Somebody I volunteered. did. Cerulean yeah. did. Fantastic. <laughs> of course. Uh, Don't you remember? Cer- I'm foolish, honestly. Uh, so Cerulean, you see the city guardsman like come in and like f- like behind him flooded our other guardsmen, halberd bearing, meaning business. Um, there's no real real time for like a what's going on or a negotiation. Everybody is unceremoniously picked up, taken outside. The patrons of this tavern who are uh, a little bit startled are all sort of like rubbernecking and watching you all sort of like being embarrassedly like take em- embarrassedly. Embar- embarrassingly taken down these stairs uh, where you are thrown into wagons uh, and uh, ridden off like with like so many sacks of flour. I, the entire time, would have been um, screaming in, in Southern Bell. Okay, fantastic. You, uh, we're going to smash <laughs> cut to, uh, to uh, about, an, I would say like half an hour to 45 minutes later, um, you are in interrogation rooms in a city watch uh barracks in one of the local sort of what you would imagine precincts um outside of these the the small fragments of of images you caught being hustled from the wagons inside uh you caught a green and gold lantern out front that was lit um general sort of like watch stuff like there was a countertop with people working and like listening to citizens um you were all hustled into back rooms uh and put in um essentially like poorly lit interrogation rooms uh you were paired up it is arnold and cerulean uh mel and floon and then uh gareth you're by yourself <laughs> Surely and, this will go fine. And you are uh, sort of shackled up and uh, told to to keep quiet. So I wake up and I'm just like, ha, ha, I just had the weirdest dream. Generally, <laughs> 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 we got kidnapped. Oh, thank God. So I look around and I'm just like, how do we get out of here? Are we trapped? Who's here? I was like, where's, where's my friend? Where's Gary? Where's, where's Gary? You mean Gary? Who the hell is Gary? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who the hell is Gary? Where's Karen? All right. Um, uh, me, me, meanwhile, can I try for a... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I would try for a sleight of hand roll to unlock the handcuffs, although I don't know if that'd be sleight of hand or something else. It'd be sleight of hand. Try it. Sure, why not? Plus seven? Why not? One nat 20. Uh, actually, a nat three. Oh, okay. Um... You managed to loosen the the mechanism a little bit, but your uh, uh, your pick breaks off in the lock. Unfortunate. Uh, Mel, Floon. As soon as the guard pick you guys up in the room, uh, Floon obviously uh, dead asleep, sort of like 
similarly to Cerulean, sort of like causing a fuss and a ruckus as you guys are being taken down the stairs. Now sitting at the table, pretty quiet, pretty uh, pretty slumped over in his chair. Not, uh, not his first interrogation, I take it? You could ask him. I, I suppose I am asking him. Is not not your not your first interrogation, I take it? Seem off um, bomb. He shrugs and sort of like blows blows like a breath through his lips and goes These fucking these guys always sniffing around, man. Like how many times? Wouldn't happen to know what this is about, would you? As you ask that question, uh, the door opens and a boulder-chested, squat, balding man uh, struts into the room, wearing a uniform that you guys have actually seen similarly before. Uh, He is wearing the same uniform uh, as a city watch captain. Um, Fairly nice armor uh emblazoned with with a with a a a crest um and he slams down in the chair on the other side of the table across from you mel and floon um and and stares at you for a second especially floon really gives you the really gives you guys the once over um and then he says all right now buttercups there there was a murder and I'm betting that you guys are guilty of it. So it's time for you to fess up. Mel has been a little murdery lately. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, probably a little nervous. <laughs> As I'm not sure who's been, who has been murdered. Um... So I assume she says this all out loud so, to the guard, right? No, not all. <laughs> out loud. That is that is largely that is largely inner monologue. Um, I I would say um I uh, I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. I don't a murder. Oh my god, who's been murdered? Um, down in the down in the sea ward, there was a fire at a warehouse. Ringing any bells? <laughs> uh, dead mercenaries on the floor. Couple of arrows stuck in them. Uh, and he reaches behind his back and he pulls out a very familiar-looking arrow um, <laughs> that does have dried blood on it, with a signature. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a it's got a joke on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the popsicle stick joke. Damn it. Yeah, I knew that you, would come back to get me. Taps it on the on the table and says, "Something you want to tell me?" No, nope. <laughs> I want my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luckily for us, a, tonight's not really a night for civil rights. That was a Supreme Court joke. I'm so sorry. I'm I, obligated uh, to make a couple of those. Like, I do hear that Clarence Thomas pisses his pants on purpose because he likes the warm feeling as it trickles down his leg. That is true. Wow. That is factual. I hate it here. But he clicks uh, 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 a hand on the table, and you can see his fingers are actually, like, loaded up with really, like, a little gaudy-looking rings. Chunky, chunky work, like, heavy gold and gemstones that, like, lack any sort of distinction or subtlety. Um, and he looks at Floon and says, well, what about you there, Red Cap? Be what cool, do you know? 
Don't you fuck me on that. <laughs> <laughs> and Floon says, uh, hey, bro, like, I don't know. Maybe I was sleeping all night, you know? Maybe, maybe you should consider searching between your butt cheeks. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that either one sound more guilty of anything in my <laughs> life. Cerulean and Arnold, your door opens. And a tall, almost wispy-looking human sporting uh, peach fuzz that he's carefully curated into, like, half a beard uh, sort of blows into the room and gently sits down, uh, reaches inside his shirt. He's wearing uh, just, like, sort of plain clothes, no, no heavy uh, armor or weapons of any sort. Uh, and he pulls out a notebook, and he reaches into another pocket, and he pulls out a pencil very carefully licks the pencil, opens the notebook to a blank page, and says, uh, excuse me, can I uh, have your names, please? I don't know if we've ever met before. Um, why don't you start with your name? I'm so, I'm so sorry. I just need your names for the record, please. Uh, he has still not made eye contact with either of you. Do I have enough room to, like... Yeah, you can get, yeah, yeah, you can get down there. Like, I'm just, uh, like, trying to look at him. Excuse, excuse me. I'm, ta I'm talking to you. <laughs> Uh, just, just your names, please. Just for the record. Uh, Robert. why don't we start with you, sir, over there in the corner? What's your... And what's your I messaged to him, do not give them your real name. Uh, you message, Cerulean. Uh, Arnold, you hear nothing. I hear nothing? Okay. From, specifically Cerulean. From Cerulean. Cerulean. From yeah, Cerulean. Yeah, yeah, right, you right. hear, like, everything else going on in the room. So I look at her, I'm like, I don't know what that face means! I'm not good with facial expressions! <laughs> I need words, mom. I mean, Cerulean. <laughs> uh, you, you see this guy make a quick scratch note, mom. <laughs> yes. uh, it's just, just your names, please, for the record. Just, it, it, there's a long night ahead of us if every question takes this long. So, like, I really just, just your names, please. Anything? Mom. Uh, that is okay. I, I've got it right here. Uh, mom, you can see it on my sheet. Uh, maybe a legal name. Just for the sake of variety. Well, since my son already said part of it, um, Cerulianica. Nice. Okay. Uh, and yourself, sir. Wait, what do you need? I'm confused. Come on. Is he going to hurt me? Why do you want my name? Is it a menu item? Am I not going to be on the menu? I don't want to be on your menu. What's going on? Are you going to eat me? You what are, kind of person? This is taking literally forever. Uh, and I have several questions that are more important than that. Okay. I, I am desperately worried about how so long I just, this is I just say take. the first thing. I'm like, my name is Getter Thump. <laughs> just Getter Thump. <laughs> you see his, uh, his brow quirk a little bit, but he nods and writes and writes Getter Thump, um, just like he wrote Cerulianica. Um, and he says, uh, thank you so much. Uh, would you mind telling me where both of you were last night? I, uh, have it here in my notes that you have, uh, rooms in the yawning portal. Um, see, I did have a room there. Um, but I didn't stay there. I got a little too, uh, <laughs> at a halfling bar. Is that what it was? And uh, got a little crazy and took a nap there last night. Uh, what was the name of the bar? That is a good question. We did a lot of drinking. And I Man. don't know what it was. Okay. Uh, sir, do you remember the name of the bar? Do I remember the name of the bar? Would my character remember the 
Um, out of character or out of, yeah, out of this character, I'm, I don't think I ever actually, I don't think, I don't think I knew it as far as, okay, so I will say, yeah, so I'll say, um, I was, I was just helping with a bunch of rats. If you ask the owner, you'll know that like, I was there just helping to defeat some rats and you know, they let us stay for a while. We weren't even going to stay the whole night and then you rudely interrupted us. I don't even know where I was. So, okay. All right. Thank you very much. That's very helpful. Makes a couple more notes. And then looking at his paper, he says, so, uh, just making sure I've got this right. You, you, you helped with some rats. Um, you did some drinking and then you, you passed out. Have I got that right? Yes. Um, so can you explain to me why the halfling woman said that she had never seen you before, uh, the owner of the tavern? It's a little curious. I think if you had been doing some drinking there, doing her a service of cleaning up some rats, maybe she would know, uh, your names, which she Was didn't the- know. Okay. Well, the thing is, uh, if you own a bar, you don't want people to know that you have a bunch of rats. And if we have the reputation of killing a bunch of rats and we're in a building, she's probably going to lie so she can keep up her building. You know, that's, that's, I, I understand she's, it's not very nice of her, but I, I got paid. Why else would we be in the room? Did she, uh, did she report that we stole the room? No, she offered us the room in exchange for our, our business. We did our best. We were there to help. So. Okay. All right. No, that's, that's very good. Thank you. Um, so you were you were helping this woman all all night and morning with her rat problem, I imagine, because she had she hired your services. She didn't want to have this happen during the daytime, the business hours with uh, the the patrons in this bar. So you would know nothing about a potential warehouse fire in the Sea Ward and several murdered uh, mercenaries. Don't you fuck me on this? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Did you say murder? Yes, yeah, mean- murder. We, we did some squishing of some rats. That was murderous. Um, so <laughs> I guess I'm guilty. Murdered some rats. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Gareth. Uh, your door. Actually, you first you hear shouting outside. Um, and then your door, like, busts open. And a uh, dwarf wearing chainmail and a helmet with a mohawk on it. Fuck yeah. Blows in the door and picks up the chair and throws it against the wall and eyeballs you. Says, all right, lad, what were you yesterday? Hey, don't fucking lie. I imagine imagine he's like looking over the table like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can really only see like his like nose (laughs) up. But he's like craning his neck so like you just get a little bit of his face. Uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday was a long day, if I can be frank. The majority was spent in the cereals. The cereals, you say? Yes. That's interesting. Like you know, there was a fucking murder in the sea ward the other day, about 15 feet from the sewers. What do you know about that, huh? No, the sea, I was in the sea ward. I wasn't in the sea ward. I was in the sea wells. Listen, I know I'm not from around here, okay? I can't Yeah, fucking... yeah, why don't you enunciate your fucking words, huh? Whoa, sorry. Let's try again. Maybe I'll write it down for you, okay? So your tiny little ears can hear what I'm saying. That's racist, and you know I couldn't, can't read. <laughs> well, hey, good. This works out for uh, both of us, because I cannot write. That's sensitive. Okay. Right, what, what, are you, what, what are you doing down in the sewers? We're following a job. Just trying to make some money, looking for a missing person. 
what what job what missing person well the job was finding a missing person and the person was missing so we didn't we didn't have much luck you, so you didn't find this person we did not do a very good job no i see okay you can see him sort of like vis like visibly calming a little bit um do i need to be rolling deception because we definitely did find the missing person well, you didn't say that we didn't find it. You said you said we didn't, we do, didn't a very do a very good, good job. job. Oh, which is you true. Technically, have not lied yet. Um. So he uh goes to the side, picks up the chair, puts the chair on the table, uh, back of the table, sits on the chair, and says, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being rude. Uh, I normally that's not how I like to do things. Let me introduce myself. My name is Barnabas Blastwind." Hell yeah, love it. My name is Gareth. It was a beautiful scale tactic. It's unfortunately, it's a it's a symptom of this line of work. You get it. I mean, I'm, people expect me to be the big tough guy, you know. Even though I'm quite little, if you can see it, I can't actually oh, see it. Oh no! I, you were a giant walking in that door. You know, it's actually very embarrassing. I wear this helmet just so that I can get a couple inches. You know, so people, you know, it's it's all about the height game in this goddamn town. Boy, if I had to die. So just so I've got this straight, you were in the sewers, you were searching for a missing person, yes. uh, you didn't do a very good job, and, and no. then how did you end up in the tavern? Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest, this was only our first or second job, me and a couple of my friends, I'm assuming, who are in various rooms in this beautiful facility. Uh, it's only our first or second job, we got disheartened very quick, we got bored, we got tired, we got hungry, and there was a tavern nearby with the solution to all three of those problems. He gets up off his chair and walks to the wall. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and he slams his fist three times against the wall. Mel and Floon and Cerulean and Arnold, you hear three knocks on the wall. And in both rooms, both inspectors stand up without another word and walk out. And the door is closed behind them. What Gareth didn't think about was that the basic person was also in the room with one of us. Because Gareth and Garion aren't too bright. <laughs> Ouch. Um, I think Arnold... Actually, everybody give me a, everybody give me a perception roll, please. Uh, Garion got a 17. 17 for the rogue. I got an 18. 18 for the bard. Cerulean? Cerulean um, went deaf for a second because um, <laughs> she rolled a natural one. Okay, so you oh. just hear you hear bees somehow. <laughs> no, I also rolled a one. Okay, so you also hear the bees, right? With bees, I'm a where, where are the bees? Technically, I don't have my technically it's a plus one, so I, I got I got a two, so. Nah, dog. If you roll maybe one, a little it. bit you don't, fewer you don't bees. That's all one. I'm saying. All I'm saying is like may, maybe not as many bees. <laughs> a, scant, a scant handful of bees. Okay, uh, Gareth and Arnold, you catch whispers of a conversation outside your doors. Um, you hear a, uh, a decidedly Scottish brogue start murmuring about uh, sewers. Sewers. It's a very distinct word. So you hear you hear this gruff uh, voice, sort of like. Um, I mean, I don't hear shit, but does <laughs> you hear bees? Just focus on the bees. So you hear bees, but Arnold and I, however. Um, and then there's a moment of silence, and then uh, 
Mel and Floon into your room walks a tall, uh, spindly human with peach fuzz blonde hair. Uh, and he closes the door very carefully behind him, sits in the chair, reaches inside his shirt, pulls out a notebook, moved, opens the notebook to a blank page, reaches into another pocket and pulls out a pencil and asks, uh, can I please have your names for the record? And who are you? Uh, just, just your names, please. You first. <laughs> While he's doing this in uh, Cerulean and Arnold's room, uh, the door slams open and a, and a three-foot nothing dwarf in a mohawk helmet struts in, picks up the chair, throws it against the wall, and says, Where were you last nights? I look at the Cerulean, I'm like, he's doing the, the good cop, dwarf cop thing. <laughs> I'm not a good cop, I'm just a regular cop, and he's just a regular criminal, Okay. <laughs> And then Cerulean just looks at him, um, doesn't even acknowledge this guy, like probably jumped a little bit when he threw the chair, but outside of that, doesn't even acknowledge his existence. Looks at Arnold and says, honey, it's always the little ones you gotta look out for. Now, are you <laughs> jerking my chain right now? Okay. My name is Barnabas Blastwind, okay? And I am a fourth generation city. While this is happening, uh, you can finish in the rest of that rant by yourself. It's, you know. Uh, Gareth, in your room, uh, the door opens and a bull, a, a, a barrel-chested, ornate armor-wearing uh, city, cap city guard captain walks in, closes the door very quietly behind him and sits in the chair and very softly introduces himself and says, uh, it's very nice to meet you. My name is uh, Captain Trent Reznor, and I would, uh, <clears throat> I'd like to know where you were last night. Oh God, I wish I knew more about Trent Reznor so I could make a joke about it, but I don't. Fuck, okay. Uh, well, like I told, uh, like I told the little man, oh, sorry, don't tell him I said that, he'll get mad at me. Uh, like I like I told the dwarf. I agree. He is uh he is a prickly he is a prickly pear. Oh yeah. That Barnabas. You could say he's short tempered. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these guys. I like my criminals with a little uh, bit of humor. Yeah, criminals. Not yet. We're not guilty yet. Anyway, uh, I I was in the sewers most of the day. We ended up in a tavern sewers. when we got bored. Okay. And what what exactly were you doing in the sewers? Uh, looking for a m missing person. And who is this? Uh, who is this missing person? Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure if you talked to her or not, but the bookkeeping is mostly done by the the nice motherly lady. I'm not really sure. I was just told to look for uh, a missing person. Anyone who looked like they were missing. And anyone who looked like they were missing, were you given? I don't know a detail, a single one. Uh, yeah. I don't remember it though. <laughs> okay. Ah, it's me, Alexander James, the episode interrupter. Stop, you. Uh, so sorry to interrupt. Just a couple of quick announcements. I'll let you get right back to it. Um, thank you so much for listening to Critically Stupid. We're really excited to have you here. As always, we are playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Here it is. Okay, I'm going to get it. Written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, 
Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. Yes, he did it. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> if you if you love the source material that we base this uh, adventure off of, I highly recommend you go to um, dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the great products they have there. They've got modules and and uh, campaigns, the things that'll take you from characters from level uh, zero to twenty, or from level zero to two. If you just want to dip a little pinky toe into this delightful game we call Dungeons and Dragons, nobody else actually calls it that. That's just me. If you are enjoying the show, please let us know on our uh, YouTube or Spotify channels. We don't pay to advertise this at all because we're just five dipshits who have real jobs in the real world, and, and this is just something we're doing for, for fun and for you guys. So uh, leave us a comment, leave us a like, uh, let us know what you think. If you'd like to end up as a character on the show, you can tweet us at CritStupid. Um, I need a lot of names kind of ready at hand because these four ding-dongs get into a bunch of like scenarios I don't exactly have planned out all the way, so it's nice to have um, interesting characters that I can throw at them, and I love using names from our little community. So uh, if you would like to, to hear yourself as a, a uh, dwarf with a penchant for belts, let me know, and I'll make it work. Uh, you know, I, maybe I won't let you like specifically call what you'd like to be, because that would be wild, but uh, yeah, let us know. Tweet us at CritStupid. I need a lot of names. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna let you get back to it, but uh, thank you so much for being here again, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. goes on for a little bit until um cerulean odds or evens evens Ooh. in cerulean and arnold's room the pale wispy human with the peach fuzz beard uh no shit i'm so sorry i got that wrong the uh the captain trent reznor comes back into your room and, into, uh, and into Cerulean and Arlen's room. Um, and with no ado, sits down um, and says, did you find a stone in your time in the sewers? Don't lie to me. Listen, 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 listen. I know you're lying to me. That's whatever. You're going to face trial for your crimes. That's fine. That's These things happen. Did you find a stone? Okay, well, pause and stop, sir. First off, I didn't do anything. Secondly, there's lots of rocks in a freaking sewer. What no, are no, you no, talking about? Is, no, li listen, and he, he leans in and gets really intent. says, I'm not talking about a rock. I'm talking about a, a stone, a gemstone, about the size of maybe like an apricot. Did you find a stone in the sewers? Can I do an insight check to see if I feel like he's a real cop? Do it. Ooh, I am proficient. So I got a 23. 23. Okay. Uh, this is a real, honest-to-God city captain. He is, I mean, the uniform fits. He's got his, when he said Resnor, he said it a couple times in, in your room. He's got that, like, sort of etched on the breastplate over an insignia that you feel like belongs to him or, or some faction. Um yeah, he's he's buying what he's selling. Why is a good old cop so curious about a gemstone? That's actually a city captain to you, and it is none of your beeswax. Did you find a stone? Bees. You think if I found a stone the size of an apricot, 
that I'd be sitting here still. You don't think I could have bribed a single person that came through here? Barnabas Blastwind uh, blows into the room that Floon and Mel are sitting in. And he stands on the chair and looking down at you asks... Ooh, down at you now. Looking down at you, Mel, asks, when you were crawling through the sewers with you and your little rat friends, did you find a gemstone? Big boy, maybe this big. Uh, and besides you, you feel Floon uh, jerk a little bit. You feel Floon tighten. Of course we do. <laughs> Why are you so interested in, in, this, in this gemstone? I'm a member of the city watch and it's my job to keep this city safe. And if I say that it's related to the safety of the city, it's your job as a citizen to tell me if you found a stone about this big. Um, I don't, I don't feel like that's, I don't feel like that's, that's my job at, at all. You, you pull me in here, accuse me of, of a murder for, for which I did ask for a lawyer. Just throwing that out there. I do not see my attorney present. So, I mean, you're lucky I'm even still speaking with you. You wake me up to pull me in here to accuse me of a crime that I did not do to, to ask about, about a, a rock, a, a shiny a gemstone. Rock. It's a, it's, it's money attached to it. Now, you know, the difference between a rock and a gemstone. I, yeah, it's, it's a shiny, it's a, it's a shiny fucking rock. It's why, hey, hey, why hey, would I? It's very shiny. <laughs> and a little bit see-through. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Mel, beside you, Floon is like digging the, the fingernails of one hand into the skin of his palm. Pretty, pretty tight. Almost like he's trying to like, pre like press something in or hold something back. I bet Floon sucks at poker. <laughs> oh, right like like i'm trying to cover for him here come on and uh barnabas blastwind looks over and says hey, what about you red cap did you find a stone down at your time in the sewers uh and floon goes gosh man you know what's uh <laughs> <laughs> those those sewers are there's lots of rocks down there and he affects this like ridiculous falsetto that Barnabas is like, that's not what you sound like. I've listened to you speak. What is it, the gingerbread man? Mickey Mouse. And Floon says, oh, I can't say that. We'll get sued. Floon says, I mean, there were lots of rocks and we saw them. And I, I'm sorry if we left them there. But we didn't take them with us. And I'm sorry if we were supposed to. I just. I just want to go home. I've had mac and cheese on the stove for like four hours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's burned. And like, gosh darn it, if I burn another thing of mac and cheese, my landlady's going to kick me out. Well, it's just, just a like, waste what the hell cheese. is a stove? He's <laughs> got mac and cheese on the fantasy stove. <laughs> um, fantasy craft. Which room? I said uh, Reznor was in Melon Cerulean, or Cerulean and Arnold's room, right? Okay, um, there is a, a set of hasty footsteps in the hallway. And once again, as has happened many times in the past 45 minutes, the door to your, to your interrogation room blows open. 
Who, who is your? You haven't addressed anyone. I'm sorry, Mel and Arnold. Okay. Uh, blows Cerulean. open. Cerulean. Cerulean. Thank you. Cerulean in Arnold's room blows open. Uh, and Captain Trent Reznor like spins around already. Like you can see the 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 insults like already bursting at the seams of his lips to try and escape. Um, but your attention is is uh, snagged by a very familiar looking city watchman. As my main man Adam slams into the room, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, Captain! I found her. She's right here. I knew it. I knew it. I, hi, Roxy." Hey, Adam. Captain, she's here. I found her. Um, and a couple seconds later, there is a uh, another set of footsteps in the hallway, and the uh, wide-shouldered form of Captain Rain uh, breezes ah. into the room. Um, and immediately, Trent Reznor like leaps to his feet and says, uh, "What is what is the meaning of this? This is my. These are my." Captives, this is my crime. You are ruining this investigation. Uh, and Captain Rain regards him imperiously and in tones of utmost disdain says, uh, ah, yes, well, I am uh, sorry, Captain Reznor. And she sort of like swallows the word and spits it out a little bit and a little bit gets in his face. Um, but it would seem that we are in the practice of uh, being rather poor policemen today. Is it, is it not? Huh? What's, what purpose are you holding these, these, these people accused, huh? What are their crimes? You've been holding them for 45 minutes. You haven't told them, a, you haven't charged them with a goddamn thing. The doors to uh, Mel and Floon's and uh, um, Gareth's cells open um, as, as guardsmen who don't belong to uh, Barnabas or the tall pale man or Trent uh, sort of come in and sort of like take over the scene. Um, you can all now hear this exchange. No more bees. No more bees. Bees are gone. Hooray! You've, yeah, outlived my, the, you've outlived the bees. My tinnitus is cured. <laughs> I miss um, the bees, so I cast Minor Illusion to recreate the bee sound. Nice, nice. You gotta have that sweet bee sound. <laughs> Trent says, um... Now, now, you listen here, Captain Rain. This isn't... This might be... This might... We might share a district. You might be from a neighboring district, but I, this is not how I run my operation. <clears throat> and Rain interrupts him and says, Ah, oh, yes, I know how you run your organization, huh? Maybe, uh, maybe I go to uh, Commandant Jaskin and I tell him about how a, a series of patrols went mysteriously missing from the Sea Ward, huh? Maybe I get him to investigate your, uh, your, your search records and ask questions about why, maybe why the patrols in the, in the docks were uh, mysteriously missing last night. And Trent's face like gets really red and he stutters a couple of words um, before I think he I think he like pulls his like cape behind him imperiously and like struts out of the room um, and like makes a makes a sharp gesture at, at the other two uh, Barnabas and the tall pale human um, who walk out and before they leave uh, Captain Rain stops them and says, ah, da, 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 excuse me, I'm taking over this investigation and I would require your, uh, I would require your notes, I would require all your information. You are not leaving this place with the information you have, you have stolen from these innocent citizens, huh? Um, and there's a brief exchange as um, the uh, Barnabas and the pale men sort of give the information that they've gotten over the last couple of minutes. Trent doesn't say a word. Trent is sulking in the corner. Um, and then the, the three of them leave 
and uh, Captain Rain order, uh, orders the, the guardsmen to, uh, to release you from your bonds and um, says that you can, you can go. Um, and, and she apologizes profusely for this confusion. Uh, so real quick, I assume I was also questioned about the, the gemstone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. I also assume that you would have equally nothing to say because you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and so I assume we're still hang- hanging out with Captain Rain. 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 It's not hard. Yeah. Rain. It's in the back of your throat. Okay. You do it all the time. Okay. Uh, but no, but she is still hanging out with us, right? We're not exactly private. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and Adam, uh, rolls up uh and says uh hi roxy hey adam it's really good to see you it's so good to see you you have no idea how happy i was when your adorable face walked through that door i so like what are you doing here like this is crazy i know these people broke into our hotel room and just took us didn't ask us any questions i heard about that i heard that captain captain rain said that that was illegal and that they can't do that because i talked to you last night and you said that you were innocent and i believe you well Well, that's all we need really (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much adam i like shake his hand there is a uh you assume uh her to be a, a lieutenant uh she's she's wearing nicer armor than adam but not quite as nice as rain um and she is reading the notebook that the pale man with peach fuzz handed over um and she asks uh who's roxy i've got a i've got a getter thump which i'm pretty sure is that fucking crackpot drunkard that we arrest every other week for gambling fraud uh cerulianica and then a bunch of squiggles that's either somebody's names or no names. I don't, I don't have a Roxy here. She's okay. Roxy. I'm so- Cerulianica. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me a deception check real quick. Oh, shit. Actually, uh, uh, Cerulean, you roll one too. <laughs> is, that the, is that the 20? That's the 20. Holy shit, Bessie. That Ooh. was some quick thinking. Wow, it was. Dirty 20. <laughs> okay. No word. Y'all, no, my man. heart. <laughs> Plus deception, that is 16. 16, okay. All right, I think that's, I think that's good enough. Uh, I think uh, Adam, like, heaves, like, a, an almost cartoonish sigh of relief and goes, oh, man, see, like, I was really worried there for a second, Roxy, because I thought you lied to me about, like, your name, which would be no. ridiculous. I it's know. nice to meet you, Cerulianica. Are you a friend of Roxy's? I am. I am a real good friend of Roxy. Isn't you she? You guys nice? look like it's really tight. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah, she likes you too. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Captain Ooh. Rain uh, looks at Arnold, I think, and um, she says, "I, I must apologize for the actions of this. There is no better word for it. Hack, huh? This Trent Lesnar, he is the the minor noble of a minor family, and the." hacks and, and, and ruffians. Do you know the words of their house? The, these fucking Reznors? I'll tell it to you. Hang on. 
I gotta look it up. <laughs> she says, do you know the fucking, the, the family motto of the Chesnar uh, family? It's, we fly high and stoop swift. That's his family motto. Anyway, once again, I am very sorry for this. You were, of course, free to go. Uh, as uh, we had discussed last night, maybe do not leave town in case I need to contact you. But of course, you have been vouched for by uh, a citizen known to the guard. Uh, they are waiting for you in the lobby. And uh, once again, my apologies. Thank All right. you so much. Let's go see who bailed us out. Um, and as you leave, uh, I, think, I think Adam like grabs like touches Cerulean's shoulder really politely and he goes, uh, excuse me, um, Miss Roxy, if maybe do you think that sometime we could get some soup? I think, Adam, that that would be lovely. I've got a couple of things I need to do around here and then where can I find you? Uh, my, my regular patrol is in the North Ward. Uh, I walk along uh, Windborne Way. That's my patrol, and you can ask anybody, and they'll tell you that uh, my name is Watchman Adam, and I have the greatest place. They make this adorable, like, heirloom tomato gazpacho, and I know, I know what you're thinking, right? It's a little early in the season for heirloom tomatoes, but I swear they are so plump. Let me just tell you, Adam, I love a good heirloom tomato gazpacho, so I'm there. I'm your girl. Waiting for you in the lobby is the bearded and mustached form of Volo Thump Get Arm himself. And Volo says, uh, thank goodness you're here. I was, I was beside myself with worry. I, I managed to get in touch with Rainier Never Remember uh, before he went to his, his men's last night. And he told me all about your worries. And I was, I was concerned about the city watch. I thought they might insert themselves into this uh, event. So I'm glad, I'm glad to see you safe. Well, we are glad to see that you bailed us out. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, uh, actually, point of order, I, I just vouch for you for the city guard. I, I find myself uh, a little strapped well, we for coin. Oh, oh well, that's such a huge bummer for you, considering the coin you owe us for I thought I, I did think you, did you might say this, right? Well, I awfully, thought I would Awfully too. convenient. Awfully convenient for someone to run out of coin before you finish the contract, huh? But I think I've got a form of payment I do believe would be very satisfactory for you. Oh, I sure hope it's money. <laughs> Where Adam does his watch. Yes. Oh, she keeps those notes. She oh my God, we're visiting notes. him on work. Oh, they're gonna go on their soup day, guys. <laughs> so there, uh, the city of Waterdeep is uh, punctuated by several uh, landmarks that you notice as you sort of walk past them. Um, the first is Mount Waterdeep, which is a mountain on the western uh, edge of the city as it sort of like ends in the coastline. Um, on this. Uh, Mount Waterdeep is, is built the castle, and that's a very dramatic sort of scene as you roll past it. But uh, there are huge, like several story tall statues punched throughout this city in various forms of uh, decay and repose and um, various positions near the statue of a towering sword maiden. Um, we're talking like maybe six stories tall. She's wearing plate armor and she's dragging a sword behind her the sword itself is like 
don't know, 80 feet long. Um, Volo pulls you into, I mean, there's no better way to describe it. Like the shittiest alley and side street you've ever seen in your life. Um, the buildings are all like stacked on top of each other. Um, what little greenery there is, is dominated on one corner by one building. And it's like, patchwork grass that dogs have been peeing and pooping on for like god knows how many years so it's like dead and yellow in places most of the buildings are actually in fairly good repair but the one on the corner by this patch of grass is like maybe it was nice once upon a time but like it is literally dilapidated the boards are falling apart there's a turret like roof that might have been cool at one point but like there are obviously like holes in it that birds are roosting in you see a couple of crows come um in and out um and the windows are are boarded up and even the boards on the windows are falling apart um and volo stops in front of this building uh and uh gestures proudly and says well what do you think Volo, you're taking us to a crack house. (laughs) Oh, you shouldn't have. Unless it comes with the crack, this ain't worth (laughs) shit. (laughs) And we're back to talking about drugs. I listen. I know. I know. It it looks a little rough and ruddy. It looks a little rough and ready. I understand this. Maybe it doesn't even look ready. Okay, I get it. But listen, a little a speckle of paint. Right, you maybe you maybe put a little work into her. The mm. you're looking at the busiest tavern in the in water. Oh, I see so a spackle of paint, uh, a little touch up here or there. Entirely new foundation, new walls, new ceiling, brand new interior. Perfect for love. What I'm on HGTV special <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> what I'm hearing is there's going to be a TLC wagon coming right behind us. <laughs> and um, you're giving us a brand new house renovated from top to bottom. He fiddles in his uh, bag and pulls out a sealed scroll um, that looks really fresh, like really fresh. Um, and he says somewhat timidly, uh, there, there, I was participating in a game of cards last night, and uh, Lady Fortune, don't you know, it always has her has her say, and I, I was unfortunate to start, but I, I saved it there at the end, and I, I managed to secure the deed to this. Now, listen, it is, the name is very intriguing, right? I think you're, you're very much going to like it. It's, there's, there's, a, there's a history here, uh, and uh, I mean, like Troll Skull Manor is it's it's a well established place of business. And, and listen, in this part of the city, real estate does not come cheap. Now, just to confirm, real quick, you gambled away our money for the job, lost it, and then gained it back in the form of this ruin. A, an equivalent exchange. I'm glad that you noticed this. Yes, a currency in one form is as good as currency in another. Notably not what I said. <laughs> Cerulean looks at this place on the corner. Does she know anything about the general market value from around, like, in this general area? I mean, sort of putting together, like, the, the streets you've you've passed, this is a, a, a fairly bustling part of town. There's a lot of, you, you pass a lot of, like, 
uh, trade houses and other taverns, uh, businesses. There are people on, on the streets, not this one, but like close by. Um, and this is a sizable house. I mean, we're talking like four stories takes up like the corner property. So like, it's a, it's a big spot. It is also like low key a dump. So like he's, he's, he's trying to, I'm like thinking they're like a Zillow in. page. So <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the Redfin agent is actually going to be there in a couple of minutes. Here's what I'm thinking. If we if we turn this into a tavern, this is probably old enough that we can be the first one to come up with having a flag for our restaurant. That'll be revolutionary. Okay, all right. Um, that's forward thinking. I forward like thinking. it. Um, forward thinking. But also, okay. is it called the like Troll Skull Manor? Is that Troll Skull Manor? Whatever that is the... we want to call it. If well, it's the ours. name the name on the deed that Volo offers you is Troll Skull Manor. And that's is there anything sick. to verify that the Troll Skull Manor is also this building that we're looking at? Yes, there is a sign that's sort of like peeling off the off the door, uh, and like the letters are faded and cracked with age, but you do it does say Troll Skull over the top. That's badass. Is it is it unlocked? I assume it's unlocked since it's a dump. Right. We can uh, quite frankly no. walk through a broken window. Yeah, the door is at, the door is actually locked, like with a deadbolt. But like pushing the other side of it, like all, it almost peels off the hinges. <laughs> like I just or, get like super excited and I run one. into the room. The I'm like, I want to call my room. Which one's my room? And I just get like really excited. Okay, <laughs> uh, you, Anthony, you or Arnold, you slam inside um, and you bust into like a dark and dusty uh, great room. Um, there are the, the guys. This room is pretty good. This can I, can I throw my dancing lights up so we can see it? Sure, like yeah. Party, like a disco ball. Um, this, Just make them this one room big. is like you see the the termite riddled studs that might have once supported like a long bar. Um, in the center of the room is a literal hole in the floor that maybe you could envision being like a stone rung fireplace. Um, there is on one wall, so there's like a staircase leading into the into the upstairs uh, behind the bar, but like mounted behind the 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 what used to be the bar, but beneath the staircase is what looks to be an honest to god troll skull. That's which tight. is, but isn't that horrible? Like our no, that's good. Never mind. Yeah, troll suck okay. shit. What what matters in this moment is like this is what Volo is offering you as exchange for finding Floon because he straight up it's, cannot pay you. Is Floon still with us? Oh yeah, Floon is with you, and he he actually. Yeah, we're like, like, we're like holding him by the collar. Just, I, we agree on like this. I like I kind of like I have questions for Floon. That's all. I just I we can we'll, you, we'll have time for that. Uh, but Floon looks at this building. He's like, oh dude, it's like huge like good luck heating that bitch in the winter you know what i mean i'm sure you'll be able to help us you guys what get it it? that's a marijuana reference i get that Um, (laughs) what's with all the drug talk today guys it's a little too easy if i can like i know things are real bleak right now but god Arnold, did you continue exploring or did you limit yourself to the yeah, first? Yeah, no, I want to continue exploring. Like, as I look around, I'm like, this place is amazing. The only yeah, thing that's missing is, and then I set, I do my minor illusion to make the B sound again. <laughs> <laughs> Bees! <laughs> can, can I also be running around with uh, Arnold, like the like the two children in the movie <laughs> when, the, like, it's the beginning yeah. of a horror movie when a family moves in and the kids yeah. are like, ah, running around. Hell yeah. Okay, so, so you're... 
Yes. Go ahead. Uh, no, no. I was no. gonna say. So, what do I see? Because I do. I would like to go upstairs if possible. If they're like, are, do, can you traverse oh, yeah. these stairs? Is like, there a is basement? It, how terrible? Do I have to roll to get up the stairs? Are they that destroyed? <laughs> it's like an acrobatics roll to go upstairs. Yeah. The stairs are intact. I would warn you to stay away from the literal hole in the floor yeah. because as Gareth passes it, you can see into the basement from it, and it's about fifteen <laughs> feet, and it will hurt. <laughs> Can Gareth go explore the basement the hard way? <laughs> <laughs> the fast way. It's a, it's a fast the, travel. The express route. So, um, Arnold, you go upstairs, and the upstairs is sizable. Like, the stairs leads to an upstairs common room with another fireplace that leads to, like, a den with a window overlooking the street outside. There are at least two bedrooms with, like, floor-to-ceiling windows and, like, curtains that were once curtains but are now, like, moth-eaten rags um however you uh walking in one of these bedrooms uh you hear a knocking sound on the wall oh god the horror movie starts oh no another one of the, those three and guys that start bleeding get out <laughs> my name is barnabas blaster <laughs> the dwarf is back he's mad um so do, can i tell like where the sound's coming from uh, it's coming from like the 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 corner where like the wall meets the wall with the window I'm looking out on the street. Inside the house. Yeah. It is yeah, literally coming from inside the house. Okay. Is there like a secret can I can I like check for secret passageways? Only if Arnold tells you that he heard this. Yeah. Like okay. I don't know how, how tight are you guys staying as you explore? I mean, I think he has explored upstairs and I explored downstairs. So okay. I don't think we're close to each other. Then we'll get to you in a second. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I explore, like, I approach the sound. And I'm like, oh, and I just kind of, like, slowly look around to see, you know. What... Uh, the room is empty. There's, I mean, this is a really, really old bedroom. So there's, like, there's a lot of, like, debris and uh, dust on the floor and, like, bits and bobs. But there's, there's nothing in here. Hmm. Okay. And you said there was a window? Boarded up, yes, in the in the wall. Oh, you, it's boarded like, up. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are cracks in the board, so like if you feel you like you if you peer through, you feel like you could get a glimpse of like what it looks at. Judging on like where it is in the building, you feel like it looks out over the the grassy sort of what once was maybe a yard. Okay, okay. But there's n so is there anything else in the room that I think might have caused the sound at all? No. Okay. Negative. So I, I I turn around and I just kind of yell, guys, I hear this. And I, I use my, like, minor illusion to, like, mimic the sound perfectly to them. You're just like a parrot. Okay. You just, like, make yeah. sounds. Um, yes. Cerulean takes off because she knows he has absolutely no boundaries with, <laughs> like, interacting with random things. So, okay. I'm, like, she's booking it as fast as she can. Arnold, where are you? Total okay. mom style. Mel, what are you doing? Um, I, I have questions. I, I would like to know what what happened why why is this abandoned and low-key is it haunted okay um volo answers you um it says well i had those same questions myself young 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 miss lady uh it's it's a curious case of the of the damnedest thing because as i said real estate in this in this region is is Popping off, as the children say. And, yes, inflation. Uh, yes, it's rampant here, you, you know. And uh, so a, a piece of real estate like this should cost 
a hundred thousand dragons, but it's it I I won it at a song and I, I inquired to the to the master who, who gambled it. I said, What you know, what's hey man, what's the deal? And uh he simply said he was looking to to offload it quickly. You know, uh there's this the the most curious facet of Waterdeep, I tell you, is that is the currency of nobles, you know, buying and selling to support their their titles and their houses. Ooh, all of this nonsense. You know, I don't know, I don't remember which nobleman I, I wanted from, but it was I assure you one of them. And as such, comes with good repute. You you hear Gareth like yell from the basement. The more you talk, the less I trust you. Uh, Gareth, actually, we're going to kind of, Mel, I'm not forgetting you. I just want to address Gareth really quick. So, Gareth, uh, you find a trap door to the basement behind the bar. Hell yeah. You don't and have you... to fall down the hole to get there. This is don't. so exciting. You can open it, and it opens to a very dark uh, stone-cut stairway in the rock leading Spooky. down to the sewer. Yeah. Into the, the sewer? sewer? No, no, into the cellar. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Then, yeah, in that case, I'm going in for sure. Okay, um, it leads to like a sort of like rock-bound room that smells of like old stagnant water and do, like. Do I have like a torch or a candle of sorts? I, I imagine you have like a torch okay. from your. Every you've all got adventuring kits, sort okay. of like everybody's I heard got torch a torch or a candle. I was like, torch what, candle. what kind of candle? I'm like, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> if, if you've never used one, I recommend it. Yes. Okay. Um. So, uh, Gareth, you, you click on this candle, um, and you're peering around and it is, it is an old cellar. Um, the hole in the ceiling is actually further up than it looks. It's not 15 feet. It's more like 20 feet. Oh, uh, you didn't really realize that the staircase brought you that far down, yeah, good um, but that hole, that hole in the ceiling does not illuminate this room at all. Like it's almost pitch black. Okay. There's some ruined wood framing that maybe held like kegs a long time ago. Nice. Um, there's like a there's like a little tiny door in the in the wall that you feel like might lead to like a maybe like a wine antechamber or like something else back like there. Cool um, but you your attention is grabbed by a single cup on the floor that is sitting okay. upright as you walk down. Is it full? It's not. It's empty. Uh, but your attention is grabbed by it because as soon as you set foot in the basement, it starts to slide. Oh, I hate that. Uh, which direction? Towards me? Away or from you. Does it, it... Like, when my foot makes contact with the ground? Or, like, uh, when I cro cross the threshold? When you cross the threshold into the cellar. If, uh, if I uncross it, like, go back into the stairwell, does it stop moving? It does. I, I like to... I test this out. I, like, stick a, stick a hand in there. Uh, I'll stick a foot in there, see if it moves. He's doing the hokey pokey with this cup. I was just about to say. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it only moves when you set a foot on the floor. It okay. turns itself about. <laughs> um, and, and then I handstand on my way over that. No, I'm kidding. As you're <laughs> sort of playing this game, um, you notice that the cup is uh, shifting its pattern a little bit. So it's not just a straight line. It's not just a straight line away from you. It moves away from you, and then it moves to the right. And then moves a little bit down. Arnold, in your room, you hear Cerulean sort of like shouting for you as she moves through the hall. Um, in a panic. You hear a subtle scraping sound coming from the room that you're standing in. Um, 
and cerulean i think you i think you bust into this room like as this is sort of like happening maybe like uh midway through um you see a shard of what you seem to be like a plate or like debris sort of pick itself up from the ground and start tracing a pattern in the dust uh and it forms pattern is yes uh it is it forms, what I think it is? Uh, uh, no, it forms uh, an L and an E and an A, and you see this piece of shattered pottery start tracing the word "leave." Of course, is it gonna? Is the Gareth, wall is gonna start bleeding, and it's gonna start spelling "get out" too? Uh, Gareth, the do- the trap door to the bar to the cellar closes. Hilarious. Um. I assume the the hole in the ceiling is still above me, right? Correct. Okay, I'm gonna Gareth is gonna like shout out. I need somebody smarter than me down here. I don't understand what's happening. I'm Mel, serious, I, so I wouldn't. Yeah, hear Mel, it. he's talking to you. I just kind of no. shout whoever is in earshot. Oh, okay, okay. Well, smarter me is not gonna go down there. Then we're both trapped, Holmesley. Like, that's. I mean, you, I, you could you could just like yell through the hole in the ceiling. Yes, obviously. Um, thing. Well. So, Cerulean see, saw what was happening in her room too, though, right? Yes. Um. So I'm I'm gonna be yelling, y'all. I feel like we need to get out of here and regroup, just like as loud as I possibly can, trying to yank people out and trying to communicate with them. But I have no idea what they're what's happening down there. I guess. Okay. Um. And, and since you're hollering up at me, I, well, I guess I'll holler down. What What are you talking about? What's going on? Get back up here. What's What's the problem? Uh, well, the cup is moving, and also the door closed behind me. And I'm assuming that wasn't you. It was not. You assume. You assume correctly. I I assume you like tr- tried to open it again. Like, mm, like, you turned the knob. Not yet. Not yet. I've been really really laser focused on this magic cup. Well, I didn't know. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> It's you gotta ask the basics. Sometimes people don't think of the basics, like the computer. Did you turn okay. it back on again? All right. So you're starting. So so I'm with what's his fuck still? Volo thump. Yes. Uh, and actually behind you, you hear a voice say, "Whoa, haunted house, man." I knew oh, and Flynn. I forgot about Flynn. Oh, I knew Flynn was there because I have questions for him. I knew this place was haunted. Just just so you know, that's why it was steel. That's why it was a steel. So um, I'm gonna talk to uh, what's fuck and and and. Did you know anything about this? What 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 the hell is going on? Yeah, we've been exploring at the new house for less than six minutes and we've already exerted two different hauntings. I know. Um, that's that's what I'm saying. What saying, what saying, what saying, what is, is this your first time here? Has anything crazy happened? <laughs> hell yeah, drop that beat, bestie. Sing, sing. Oh, sing, did it do it again? Yeah. Volo says, um, he sort of like stutters and says, "I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure it was, was just just an accident. Uh, uh, young young rapscallion, maybe try pushing the door. I think it was just gravity." Okay, well, the Gareth will go and attempt to open the open the door back to the main floor here. The door it? opens. Ah, very cool. What is the expectation subversion? Did I not ask you if you could try to open the door? <laughs> Did I not tell you that I hadn't tried yet? <laughs> like, who knew what well, would happen? Get your ass back up here. We need to regroup because Cerulean's, like, losing her mind. 
and uh, everyone needs to come back down to where we are in the center. So I assume you're yelling that? Yes. So I, I am like grabbing Arnold by the back of the shirt and like dragging him out of this room. Just like, come on. That's always the vibe, isn't it? Uh, Arnold, as you're dragged out of this room, you see the, the uh, shattered piece of plate uh, trace another shape in the dust um, after you. Uh, and you are pulled through the doorway just as you see it complete uh, a cartoonish middle finger in the dust. <laughs> That's funny, actually. Hold on. Wait, this another, <laughs> there's another level of intrigue to this. Now I'm, um, now I'm less magic? scared and just more impressed. Yeah. Like it Volo stutters as you as you guys come down the stairs um, and says, I, I mean, listen, there's, this is the city of splendors, huh? This is, per, per, perhaps it's a miracle, right? That could be an intrigue for the tap room, yes? The, come see the haunted tavern, you know? You make a killing around ah, Halloween. Ah, so you admit it! Come see I'm, the haunted tavern, lick you off. That is... Uh, well, I mean, a that's a great tavern. party trick. Maybe you could have it do a coffee latte art, yes? Huh? A little middle finger per customer. Um, <laughs> Cerulean just goes, I don't think that's the business model we're going to plan on adopting. If this is something that we do, thank you for your ever so wise advice. Um, um so are we me, exiting the building? I, would, I don't want to exit the building. I'm like, at, there are ghosts. No, yeah, at this, like, at this point. Cerulean, and I run back like, upstairs, and I look for more rooms. I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like, I'm like, that one's mean. Is there another one? Maybe one wants to be my friend. This is awesome. Like, nice. this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I didn't know there were ghosts. At this <laughs> point, Gareth is just like tunnel vision on this cup. He's just like looking through the floor at the cup. He's like, I gotta fucking. I, I'll even are... I'll send a light down just because I'm watching his eyes. I'm gonna send a light down to follow this cup. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna sacrifice going... Arnold. Um, we should not have wasted our band-aids on him. He, he is um, going full ghost Arnold, just like I'm leaping suggest. for his just fate. Full on ghost hunters. This is a different show now, guys, where we're no longer <laughs> fixer cool. upper. We are ghost, ghost hunters. Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you wanted to be a ghost. <gasps> New besties. <laughs> Get, uh, when convenient, Gareth goes back downstairs to see what's okay. going on with that cup. Would I know if this could all actually be a party trick and like a sorcerer could have sorcerer could have just booby trapped a house. That's a good question. Actually, give me an arcana check, please. 15. There's something about this house, uh, but it doesn't have that bold signature that like a, a, the dregs of a spell or it doesn't have that that quite that potent magical touch it's there's something going on there's a there's a like a like a glow um but you're not really picking up like a like a an intent so arnold is somewhere in the top floor so glad you said that arnold you get to the top floor um which is a sort of smaller um not quite an attic, but it is pressing up against the roof of the house. This is where that turreted roof is. Um, and you can actually see uh, the, the, the holes in the roof and like where birds are coming in, et cetera. And this entire house has been in a complete state of disrepair, uh, disarray, and, and, and general sort of like abandonment. 
Um, as you're walking up the stairs to this top room, something catches your eye. And it is a picture on the wall, framed, of uh, two people um, standing in front of a house that looks suspiciously like Troll Skull Manor. And it is okay. almost brand new looking. Cool. The, do I recognize the people at all? You do not. Okay. Is the house in the picture brand new looking, or is the picture itself brand new looking? Like, was it? That seems recently? like a question for Arnold to ask. Yeah, that's. I mean, when you say brand new, that was my question as well. Like, yes, well, you the say house, the house is clearly like a new looking house, but is the picture itself like brand? The new? The house, the house is brand new looking in the background. Okay. Okay. And there's hmm, interesting. Um, if I investigate, like if I look around the picture, is there anything odd about it? Can I take it off the wall or touch it? You know, if I touch it, does it move? Is it, how big is this picture? Um, it's probably about, it's not small. I'd say about, uh, 10 inches by eight inches. Um, um it shows two half elves, a man and a woman, uh, smiling. The half elf, uh, woman uh, appears to be pregnant. Um, and the half elf man is almost like like eyes gleaming with just like sheer happiness um and he's holding a pair of scissors and cutting like a ribbon i sure no hope nothing terrible happens to these couple um arnold do you touch it yes um so why well, I, I investigated is what i want to do um can i but you touched it um you, you know what i'll say I, I i'll say i touched it let's go for yeah. it i would touch it yeah, Fuck yeah baby my yeah, character would 100 percent touch this yeah. um uh, Arnold, give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen. I got uh, a 12. Okay. Um, all right, you're only going to take two points of uh, damage as this picture frame literally zaps you away from it. Got it. Uh, back downstairs, Mel... Um, Volo has pulled a ostentatious looking quill out of his vest and is sort of like vaguely gesturing in the vicinity of your hand with it. Gonna be a no right now. So first of all, thank you for thinking I'm the decision maker. Yeah, oh no, God. I think if Am I get... done beatboxing? Yeah, you are. You're done. good. You're good. I never know. Yeah, I never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly four beats every time and then it stops. <laughs> Hey, I oh, think oh, it, I oh, think we oh. can all agree that the only person who should be signing anything on behalf of the party is Cerulean. Hard to agree, but but also oh. I'm I'm not going to unilaterally decide for for everybody, and I'm certainly not going to decide until I know that everybody is alive and safe. Even though part of me does kind of want to sacrifice Arnold because I really want a ghost bestie, but it's fine, it's fine. Maybe another day. I just continue to touch the thing. You're <laughs> 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 no, like muttering under your breath. Two, four, six, no. <laughs> and at this point, I feel like after hearing him squeal a little, I assume yeah. when he got zapped. I would have followed him and been like, oh my gosh, what is this dude doing? I like to imagine he makes the same reaction every time, like, ow! Ow! <laughs> so really, what do, you, what do you estimate the cardio is that you get after chasing after Arnold every time he gets himself <laughs> I'm good for shit? the heart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, so I... Cerulean, you, you get upstairs and you see this, this picture on the wall exactly as I've described it. Um, and Arnold, I, I imagine, like, staring intently at his finger and then back to the painting and then at his finger again. 
And I just look at him and I said, do not touch it again if that's what hurt, what hurt you. You want to take it again? No. 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 All right, yeah, great. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Not me. I'm, no, a big so- fan, I'm a big fan of the way you, like, collect yourself. Like, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I look at him and I say, do not touch that thing again. I swear. And you just hear her start to muddle. Like, I swear. Are we going up these stairs or not? So I just, I start looking around to see, like, I want to examine more of this area and see if there's anything else in the room or this, you know, this region uh, of the so house. You're in a, in a stairway leading from, leading towards the, the topmost floor, which is the okay. smallest floor. Um, everything beneath you has been sort of like empty bedrooms, decay, abandonment, like I've described. However, okay. the upstairs has some semblance of not quite abandonment as much as ruin to it. Um, There is the skeletal remains of a bed pushed up against one wall. Um, There are a handful of like chairs that have not quite deteriorated like right off their nails. Um, And then pushed up far, far in in the the reach of this lofty room, overlooked by a round window appears to be a small crib covered by a sheet do not open that sheet do not touch the crib sorry cerulean walks over there and then walks back out ideally (laughs) no and she with tears in her eyes pulls back the sheet to see if there's anything in the crib. The crib is empty. However, um, as you approach the crib, um, you feel reverberations through the floor, almost like fingers tapping on the underside of the floor beneath your feet. Um, And as you reach for the sheet covering the crib, the timber along the top of the house almost like squeals as it as it almost like tightens and you feel the entire roof shudder. Uh, but then when you pull the sheet off the crib, the crib is empty. Um, and, and surprisingly well-preserved, especially compared to the rest of the house. It's, it's a nice crib um, with white sheets that are, that are made and clearly have never been slept in and a little tiny pillow. Um, and on the sheets making up this crib are two rings interlocked. Um, do they look like just normal rings? They appear to be wedding rings, man and a woman's. I sure hope they don't match the picture downstairs. That'd be terrible. She's going to do this stupid thing. She's going to pick them up. Cerulean, there's a little bit more protest from the house, um, but you managed to, you, you pick up these rings just fine. Um... And did did I know what race the um, family was? You said it was like a half, half elf. Half elves. Yeah. Um, is there any like engraving on the inside of the rings or anything? Uh, there is. Yes, on what you would assume to be the uh, woman's ring is a small inscription in uh, Elvish. I go over to like see what's in her hand, and I look at the rings and look at the inscription because I'm half elf as well. So. Fantastic. Uh, it says. Um, 
all my love, Leaf. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the cup up to where it really it is. I wanna I wanna show show the cup. You know, like a child who doesn't know what something is. Like, well, look what I found. It's actually really funny that you should say that because as you pick it up, you notice that it is a child's drinking cup. Um, uh, it actually has two little tiny handles on the side, oh, um, and it at one point was painted a brilliant fire truck red, but that paint has since uh, chipped and faded, and it now appears to be just sort of like a pale rose. Okay, well, I am carrying it by the tiny handles in case you're wondering. <laughs> it didn't Very cool. lead warning. Okay, so um is the house still go going crazy now that i'm holding the rings i think it's like a perpetual low-key like sort of like murmur exactly yeah uh if you could describe the energy it would almost be like an unsurety okay so cerulean takes the rings and just sits down on the ground okay and cries and then Gareth bursts in the room like, look at this cool cup I found. And she's like totally confused about what's going on, but she's holding these people's rings. And then she sees the baby cup, loses it. I, I'm just going to look at Cerulean and be like, what do you think? What, 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 like, did these people live here? Is that their baby? Did their baby? Is their baby a ghost? Is there a ghost baby? Um, <laughs> Cerulean just kind of like tries to gather herself for a second. Yeah. And she says, I imagine this is what it would feel like if you're unsure of somebody and you want to protect your baby. Okay. So, I, like, I as, like, feeling like she's, like, very motherly, and I stopped, and I'm like, oh, we don't want to hurt anyone, huh? And I kind of, like, look around, and I'm like, no, 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 we just want to be friends. Everyone's my friend. <laughs> you know, and I kind of talk to the house, and I'm like, if you're here, you should know that we're all just friends. Um, we, didn't, we don't want to hurt anyone or any babies. I promise. I love everyone. Can, and Cerulean's can, can, just, like, nervously petting the floor. Can Gareth go in the room with the leave middle finger? <clears throat> yeah. Did Arnold tell you about it? Or do you just, like, look around? Like No, I'm just looking around, and I walk into that room at some point. Yeah, yeah, you see it. I mean, you okay. see the word leave and then the middle finger, and you pretty easily are able to put together, like, this is probably the same, like, sort of pattern with the cup in the basement that you found. Um, Arnold, what is your bardic instrument? What do you play? Uh, normally, it's either guitar or ukulele is what I've been trying to go with. I feel like as soon as you say we want to be friends, a cold wind blows in from the holes in the roof. Um, and there's a squawking as like the birds roosting in the nest sort of like are, are ruffled and like go flying away. Um, but I think this wind blows across the strings of your ukulele. Um, and it almost for a split second sounds like really old happy music like a like a like a song that used to be really popular that people forgot mel yeah i think as all of this is going on i feel like as the level-headed member of this group and please please correct me if i'm making assumptions here that are false um i feel like you would not maybe be caught up in this sort of like God no! Running around the house, emotional. Plenty of horror movie, y'all, motherfucker. I am getting out of this alive. I'm getting out of this alive. I am absolutely not caught up with all of that. 
Wait, wait could, could Gareth uh, call Mel to help him out with something in the room? Wait, who are you going to call? Sorry. Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, can, I, can I call Mel or, or Arnold, whoever's closest? I don't think Mel would be Arnold willing. Because yeah. Mel has got some trepidation. Like, like, Mel saved you once already. So... I imagine, you know, I'm like you said, I'm only about a floor away. I probably hear Gareth call yeah. Some, yeah. for yeah, something, for sure. For sure. and I immediately, I'm like, oh, oh no! And I like, I like run to him because he's still my best friend. You know? Sure, naturally, so I, I run hey, to him immediately. Hey, hey, I, I like point to the sign on the ground written by the shard. What don't? What does that say? <laughs> I, and I, I very much like, very respectfully, I just go, oh, it says leave, buddy. It says leave. Oh, then we should. We should definitely. That's pretty. That's pretty clear. That's that's pretty straightforward. We. I'm with Mel. You're with. Okay. The thing is, though, they might want to be our friends. Maybe they think we're mean. <laughs> Maybe they uh, think they're they're used to people. Like, imagine they had to deal with mustache down there and like people like I'm that. With you. You know, like they're they're used to dealing with like garbage people. We are not gar like look at what we've done. We've uh, exterminated a bunch of rats. Well, couldn't right? you, wouldn't you say that if we were staying here unwelcomed, then that could be perceived as mean? Oh yeah, oh absolutely, I'm with you. That's why we have to talk to them before we stay. Like I they're like you know, let's, let's see what's going on first. We, we found rings. If anything, I know you like jewelry and you like well like gold and treasure. So how dare can I see if can I see them? <laughs> do, I, do i still have them yes i really need to i think yeah. arnold got caught up in, in oh yeah i didn't uh, take any Garrett's excitement um while that is happening um cerulean's gonna try talking to the house um she just puts the rings in her lap she's sitting crisscross on the floor and she puts her hands on the ground and she says Leaf, I don't know what happened, but I promise you, we're not trying to make it worse. We're trying to make it better. And she just sits there for a second and she gets a little misty eyed thinking about her family and then just um, says, if I can commit convince my friends I'd like to give this place a second chance. And then she just sits there and waits. I don't appreciate you, Cerulean. I'm offering up services as like ghost therapists. <laughs> like like you're saying that we're here to help them. Excuse me? What? What? I'm we just I'm in a room by myself. To... I love the, I know. I want to know what saying. happens. Does anything happen? Yeah, I think it's actually not what happens. As much as everything ceases to happen, the house goes silent. Okay. And still. Now the house has expectations. Um, Cerulean would like to take some something out of her bag that is string-like. Sure. Um, and she'd like to thread it through the rings and time around her neck. All right, yeah, that's fine. Um, Mel, downstairs in uh, the, the, the tap room, Volo is, I think anxious would be the best word to describe it. Like he's sort of like, uh, I mean, if, if there's uh, nothing else, I, I think we've all established what a great, what a great house this is. And I'm, I'm actually past due for a brunch. 
Uh, I don't know if I've told you about this place, but they make a a, a tremendous oh God, not uh, the shrimp, shrimp waffle, waffle. shrimp yeah. French yeah. toast. French toast. And French listen, toast. listen, listen, listen to me. Like you have not lived until you have had crispy prawns emulsified in a sweet maple syrup and poured over that hot sweet bread. Look, uh, have you the, considered the, emulsifying yourself in a real if job? The house, if the house got real angry again just now, I would understand <laughs> because that's how I feel about shrimp French toast. I demand that if we make it to episode 50, we all have to eat shrimp French toast. Oh. Holy shit. Imagine us <laughs> doing, doing this successfully for 50 episodes. I know. <laughs> but like, Cerulean at this point, after the house chilled, would have just solemnly walked down the stairs and said, "Come on, guys, let's get." Okay, cool. Um, Mel, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on you and Volo and Flume for a yeah. little bit because I want to know what you guys are up to. Um, so shrimp French toast sounds disgusting. Shrimp French toast. Listen, I have been real murdery real recently, so we're gonna Don't need to cool on the shrimp. You French do know toast. that I I did vouch for you with the with the with the city yeah, gods. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, are not super awesome. Trying to. Tell us a haunted house. Now listen, you said haunted, not me. I just said whatever. No, he said haunted earlier, Bastie. He definitely he did. did. That was just listen. That was just a little bit of flair. I don't know if you know this, but the name Volo Thump Yadam is known for a little bit of salesmanship, huh? A little bit of razzle dazzle. A little right? bit of fraud. <laughs> I didn't say it. Somebody else did. If you would sign this deed, either you were the one that you all call mother and I could go on my way. This is a fair deal for a contract that you successfully fulfilled. And Floon to the side is like, I mean, like, bro, this sounds pretty tight. I can look fish here, guys. Do I hear the end of the conversation or what do you think? I feel like all, unless you all ha- are doing something specific, I feel like everybody sort of like gathers yeah, back in the main around. room. Because I think that we're going to have to discuss if we want the haunted exactly. house or not. Um, but also, like, I do still have You're questions for Floon, just not about the house. There was the gemstone thing that's still on my mind. Yeah, we should definitely ask him about that, actually. Yeah. While, while they're doing that, can I just kind of look around the house to see if I can find skeletons or something? I swear to God, if you run off again, we're... I just want to look for bodies. I feel like if there's Absolutely. a ghost here, Don't there's worry, something... We're all good. Buddy system, and, uh, I'm Arnold, going with Arnold, them. roll, just roll an up and down investigations check. Let's do this real right. quick. Cool, cool, cool. Hang on, let's see. Skills, investigation, got it. We're going to put you on a leash. The toddler leash could great. Yes. All right. One of the backpack ones? I got 17. Okay, no bodies. Mel. Let's, uh, like, talk to me, bro. Like, I'm here. What I do for you? We need to talk about what happened in the interrogation room. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I... Don't know anything about a gemstone. Bro, same. Oh, I thought you were gonna stop it. I don't know anything, and then me too. No, no, you you obviously do. I don't like. Listen, I get real cagey around cops uh, because you might not. Okay, all right. I'm gonna level with you, bro. Like real talk. Let's break it down. I. To have a little bit of what we could call an illicit substance on my person. And like, I got real nervous. And like, you can't blame me for that. It's a plant. Like, Again, for the last time, drugs. Dad, I don't do drugs. It's only <laughs> marijuana. 
<laughs> um, but he does say like, um, yeah, bro. Like I thought that, I thought that bit about the rock was like hella weird. And like, why did they each keep asking about it? It's like, you don't have your fucking rock, man. Can I do an insight check on Floon? Because yeah. it feels like he definitely has the rock. Mm, yeah, actually, Gareth, I'm, I'm curious about what Gareth would notice not being the person Floon was actively talking to. Oof, a nine. Uh, okay. Ten, actually, because it's plus one. Arnold? Wait, 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 sorry. Um, can I, because I'm allowed to do this before you reveal, like, what the results are for something, I'm going to cast, like, give him my bardic inspiration. Sure. Like, yeah. to help with that. Sure. Right. Uh, Gary, and roll a d6. Add it to that uh, previous roll. Okie dokie. Mom, six. Yeah, you know me. Infamous for getting high rolls. I know. <laughs> okay, we got a three. Um, <laughs> Balloon appears to be sincere. Like, he was a little cagey that the, that the police, that the city watch were sniffing around. Um, he doesn't seem to know like what what this rock is that you're talking about. Um, what he does offer you is he's like, dude, it was fucking crazy. Like I was sitting there, I was getting beefed on by that fucking dude they called the mushroom. But like low key, fucking hilarious that that dude's real name was Portobello. What? It was anyway, uh, that dude was like slamming me raw. Wait a second, that be- that dude was beating Pops. me up. Hang on. That dude was physically assaulting me. That's the best way to phrase it, honestly, straight up. But he kept asking me about this rock, and he kept calling it the Stone of Galore. And, like, bro, I don't know what the fuck that is. Mm. Mm. I'll buy it. Uh, Flu, what, what color was the stone, if you don't mind me asking? Bro, I don't know. Like, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I guess stone-colored? Is that a thing? <laughs> the word you're looking for is gray. <laughs> oh, beans. Oh, but, dude, it is, isn't it? Oh, shit. But close. Okay, that was kind of like a see if you could, like, just, like, I don't know, saw it lying around. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he hasn't He hasn't seen it. Okay. So, Are Volo. We all yeah, everybody's in the in the gray room. Uh, Cerulean, you've got the rings. Arnold, you have not found any bodies. Uh, Gareth, uh, uh, Floon appears to never have heard of Stone of Glory, and Volo is anxious for somebody to sign his contract. Um, are, we, are we taking the haunted house? Or Cer- Cerulean messages you, doesn't even say it out loud. And she just says, I think we have to do this. Yeah, I take out my pen and I start walking toward him immediately. And I'm like, I'm gonna call my room! <laughs> I love this Man. place! And I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, hold on, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Let's talk about this. Let's have a discussion. Time out. Um, but she doesn't talk to anybody else. She just talks to Mel because Mel's the voice of reason. And she says, look, I know it doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't. But can you just trust my gut on this one? And as she finishes that sentence, I finish signing my name on the line. Just <laughs> <laughs> I will murder you. Mel, uh, he signed it in his own blood too. Yeah, oh, Lord. I'm I I I I <laughs> I I I I. <laughs> the episode title is just I I I I I. I, I. <laughs> yeah. Um. I um. I I I do. I. I don't, I don't, 
love it, but I am going to trust you and I will hold you directly responsible if I get murdered by a ghost. That is on my list of ways I don't want to die. I keep a list um, that's pretty high up there. So um, I will haunt the fuck out of you. Um, I'm going to trust you and Arnold already signed it any way, although I'm not sure he's of sound mind to be signing contracts. So uh, Volo clears, Volo clears his throat it. and says, uh, <clears throat> actually, uh, the the, the young lad appears to have signed uh, the, the, the part of this contract where I signed, so this is uh, actually null and void. But I tell you what, you sign it, and then I'll get a notary public to uh, – we'll change it, change it right up, and then uh, it'll be good to go. So yeah. Cerulean does go over there and does sign her name across yeah. it. Without – she literally just talked to Mel. She didn't talk to anybody else. She was just like woman to woman. She was just – Yeah, hell yeah. Love that. Garrett? You know what? I have a gift for you, Volo. You seem to be terrible at your main job, which is gambling, so I have a present for you. And then I give him a little... Just give him the little cup. No, a little loaded dice. <laughs> Just a small dice with two sixes and no ones. Here okay. Um, he uh, seems delighted with it, and you see him open up a pocket, and uh, he opens it with two fingers, and it is murdered with loaded dice exactly <laughs> like the one that you handed him and he just drops it in the in the collection that's amazing i whispered arnold and he's still terrible <laughs> like a stage okay. whisper, so um, as everybody signs the contract i assume everybody signs the contract um the last pen flourish that scratches across the parchment there is a heavy set slam that resounds through the house almost like all of the doors have either closed or opened at once <laughs> and then the house is still <laughs> <laughs>